This is James Montgomery, and this is the Stinger Podcast. And I wanted to just review my picks to start the year and then go into what I believe will happen in the playoffs this year before the playoffs come. And that's where I wanted to start today. So what were some things that I did completely wrong? Let's just start there, okay? So to start the year, I had Minnesota as the number one seed. So that's not right. Not the number one seed. But I had them winning their division and Green Bay as the last wild card team in. Completely wrong. Completely wrong on that. Uh, Minnesota would be lucky to get in. Wouldn't surprise me if they got in, but they would be extremely lucky to get in. And Green Bay is probably going to be the number one seed, which I was completely wrong on. It was more of I thought uh, because of the offseason Aaron Rodgers had and all the annoying things he said, I would be pissed to play with that guy. If I was a player, he would annoy me, the crap out of me. And uh, everybody loves him. His whole team loves him, and they play hard for him. And that's – I don't like the head coach. I think the only reason he's good is because Aaron Rodgers is good. So I felt like they were going to make the playoffs. So I do have them in the playoffs. I just didn't think they were going to be this good. So I was completely wrong on that. And I was wrong on Minnesota. Chicago and Detroit, though, I was pretty much spot on. I have Chicago at 7-10. and 10. They can still do that. And I have Detroit winning two games, and that's what they've done. So pretty much right on them. The other two, completely wrong. Uh, Tampa Bay, obviously, I have them at 13-4. and four. I obviously had them. So that's that's right. But – and that would put that would put them as the one seed, which they can still get the one seed, so that could be correct. Uh, I had New Orleans at nine and eight, Carolina at eleven and six. I was really wrong with them. I had them as the rebound team this year. That is completely false. They're really bad. But if Matt Rule is there next year, I might pick them to be the rebound team next year. Why? It takes him two years. So when he was at Temple, his first year they were really bad. His second year they were five hundred. His third year they were ten and two. At Baylor. His first year, they were like four and eight. Second year, they were uh, eight and four. Third year, they were eleven and two. Lost in the conference title game. Uh, so I, I would, I'm probably going to take them next year to be my rebound team if he returns. He might get fired. So who knows? Um, then I had Atlanta at nine and eight. Doesn't look like that's going to happen. I guess it hypothetically could. I think they're six and eight right now. Uh, or no, six and ten. I, anyway, six and nine or something. But hypothetically they could still go nine and eight. I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, Washington, I had winning the division. I think a lot of people did. I had Dallas uh, barely missing the playoffs at nine and eight, which is completely wrong. And I had the Giants at eight and nine and the Eagles at three and 14. And I think everybody was wrong about the Eagles. The Eagles are the surprise team of the year. I have a buddy, Mike Scarlett, who I played football with in college, he picked the Eagles to be his rebound team this year, which is insane because I I was I wasn't like ah that couldn't happen. But when he told me it, I was like, "You're picking that team?" But you know what? He had some inside information on them. He used to one of the, a wide receiver from our college, uh, Moorhead is I think he's one of the wide receiver coaches over there. So he talks to him regularly because I think he was their buddies. I I don't know something like that. And he was saying they're going to be really good. And sure enough. They might make the playoffs. Most likely, actually, they're most likely going to make the playoffs. And they might beat somebody because of the way they play. They're just so different from everybody. So that was completely wrong. Giants, I had at eight and nine. I, I guess that's kind of wrong, you know. 
Uh, so I kind of botched that division, to be honest with you. Uh, NFC West, though, I was pretty spot on, except for Arizona. I don't think anybody thought Arizona would be this good. I know Arizona looks kind of like what we thought they would look like, but they're still, you know, they're still going to make the playoffs. I didn't have them in the playoffs. I had them fourth team in that division. I had San Francisco winning the division. As much as I can't stand Shanahan, I had San Francisco winning the division because they're usually a really physical football team, which doesn't bode well for a lot of people. So I had them as the two seed going in. Now they're going to end up being like the six or the seven seed, which I don't think anybody wants to play them. I think San Francisco is a sleeper team to go to the Super Bowl because of the way they play. And when I first started on this like bash Shanahan thing that I've been doing, because I can't stand him because he annoys me. He doesn't tuck his shirt in. He thinks he's all cool. He, it, I, I don't, I don't care for the guy. Okay. But there is one thing that he does is they run the football and they play really good defense. And that's what you got to do to beat teams with very good quarterbacks, you know? So he has a recipe to kind of counteract teams with very, very good offenses. And that to me is why they're, they're dangerous in the playoffs this year. So I think I have them rated correctly. I know they're not going to end up being the two seed, but I do have them rated correctly. Uh, I did have, now there is, I, I, this is the division I think I had pretty spot on. I had Seattle out of the playoffs. I didn't think they were going to be this bad, but I did have them out of the playoffs. And sure enough, they're out of the playoffs. Um, didn't think they'd have a losing season, but I did, I did think they'd be out. Uh, the Rams, I had at 10 and seven, the Rams are probably going to end up 12 and five or something like that. And, um, sure enough, the Rams are in. So I had four, no, excuse me, three of the seven playoff teams that are going to be incorrect, which isn't very good at all. It's below 500. Now on the AFC, on the other hand, I've done, I did pretty good to start the year, right? I had Kansas City as the number one seed, of course, you know, um, at 13 and four. And Tennessee, I had at 12 and five. And what do you know? Sure enough, Tennessee could be 12 and five. And then I had Indy at 10 and seven. So let's, you know, I, I'll just review this, okay? So I had Kansas City as the one seed, I had San Diego or excuse me, uh, Los Angeles Chargers, 9-8, and eight, missing the playoffs, which that could easily happen. Uh, Las Vegas, I had at 8-9. and nine. That can still happen, obviously. Denver at 8-9. That can still happen, obviously. So AFC West, I pretty much had spot on. Uh, Las Vegas, I do feel like has a better chance than people think this week against the Colts. Um, I do think they could give the Colts a pretty legit run for their money. I think they're front seven. Las Vegas is front seven is underrated and gives people problems. Okay, go look at their go look at how many people are running on them. Not many people are. Um so had that almost to a dime. AFC East, the Buffalo, I had 11 and 6 winning the division. Oh, what do you know? New England, I had 10 and 7. Oh, what do you know? I think New England does end up 11 and 6, but I did have New England in the playoffs at the 6 seed, which is potential looks exactly like what they're going to be, okay? Uh, Miami, I had in the playoffs at 10 and 7. They're going to basically have to do that to get in. Uh, I had them as the seventh seed. Uh, I don't think they do get in. I think they lose to Tennessee or New England, and I think they actually just miss, barely miss. But I did have them in, and I almost had them spot on. I had the Jets at 3 and 14. That's pretty spot on. Okay. Uh, ASC South, I had Tennessee at 12 and 5, India at 10 and 7, Jacksonville at 5 and 12, Houston at 2 and 15. Now you just flip Jacksonville and Houston, right? 
Other than that, I had it pretty spot on. Um, AFC North, I had Baltimore at 11 and 6. That's not looking so good, right? Uh, Cleveland at 10 and 7, not looking so good. Pittsburgh at 9 and 8. And obviously, I don't think anybody predicted Cincinnati to win the division at 5. I had them at 5 and 12. They are easily going to, they're probably going to win this division unless Cleveland pulls out a miracle, which Cleveland can because they have to play uh, Pittsburgh and I think Cincinnati. And if they can beat both of them, they can get in. However, I, I, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but that could happen. And uh, so I have six. Actually, I'm not going to count Cleveland or Baltimore. I don't think either of them get in personally. But right now it looks like I have five of the seven playoff teams right in the AFC. And I'll check the, the win totals at the end of the year. I think I'm closer on the win totals in each division than anything. Um, but, yeah, just to review, I do think – KC, Tennessee end up 1-2, Buffalo's 3, and then whoever wins the AFC North is 4. And then I don't think AFC North gets two teams in, but I do think New England for sure gets in. Indianapolis is for sure in. And I think it's either Miami or the Chargers, or the Raiders, excuse me, one of those three teams still steal that last spot. And I don't think any of those teams have a chance to win a game against the top teams. I guess Tennessee they could win, but Tennessee's getting Derrick Henry back. I think they're the sleeper Super Bowl team. They're kind of like San Francisco on the AFC side. Nobody wants to play them with Derrick Henry because they just play a different style of football. Um, I could ideally, I would love to see Tennessee and Buffalo play each other in the title in the AFC title game to the Super Bowl. Ideally, I know Kansas City's there. I think if Buffalo gets matched up against Kansas City in the second round, I think. <laughs> I think that could be a really bad matchup for Kansas City. That's the only team I just don't think Kansas City likes. I think Kansas City beats anybody else they play in the second round, though. So uh, I think Buffalo's the only team that could make make my dream come true to see my two favorite coaches coach against each other in the AFC title game to go to Super Bowl. So um, those are my predictions and just kind of review of the year. I got, you know, three of the seven right on the left so far. You know, I obviously um, – actually, no, Carolina, Washington, and Minnesota, they're pretty much done. I guess Minnesota hypothetically could make it, but I, I don't think that's right. So I, I'm going to go ahead and just take the below 500 record on the left, on the NFC side, and then on the AFC side, it's looking like I got five of the seven correct. Uh, most likely four, actually, because Baltimore and Cleveland and Miami could easily be out. So moving on to my betting lines for week 17, probably the last time I do this. And so far this year, not too bad of a record, actually. Not too bad at all. I uh, um, 27 and 14 and 1 in my pro bets. 27, 14, and 1. It's pretty good. I feel, I feel, you know, basically betting pro this year, I feel really good. My, if you add in my college bets, 37 and 28, which is still pretty good, and 1, excuse me, 37, 28, and 1 overall on the year. But on my pro bets, 20. 7, 
14 and one. Pretty good. So feeling feeling good about that. And so last week went 4-0 oh, and 1. Uh one Colts plus five. I got that early on in the week before uh, I moved to like plus one. They beat the Cardinals last week. Miami plus three ended up beating the Saints 20 to three. Detroit plus four. That was a push because they lost by four. So it's a tie. And then the over under Denver and Las Vegas of 42. There's only 30 points scored. So that was good. And then the over under in the Miami New Orleans game of 39 and a half. And there was only 23 points scored. So that's good. Uh, felt pretty good on those. Uh, Denver, like I said, if you bet the under on all Denver games this year, you're 10 and five. And New Orleans is a similar team. So I'm looking at those. I'm looking at New Orleans this week uh, again on the under. So I think I think that game's going to stay under. I think their defense is really good. They tend to keep the score down uh, despite their lack of offensive efficiency, but also the fact that their offense is so bad, you can kind of trust that the game's going to be score. You know, the low scoring. It's going to be a low scoring game. Um, so. First game on the on the on the lines are Las Vegas and Indy. Indy is favored by seven points, and the over under is forty four and a half. I actually liked Las Vegas plus seven in this game, but um, I like how confident do you feel about that pick? I, I I do think their their front seven it might be the most underrated unit this year. The front seven for the Las Vegas Raiders. Go look at what they've done to running backs. Uh, they're a pretty and the sacks, the amount of sacks they have, the quarterback pressures they have, they've done a great job, and that's the reason why their team's any like in, even in the situation they're in. They're eight and seven. Uh, if they win out, they're for sure in the playoffs, which is kind of ridiculous when you think about it, because you don't think of the Raiders as being like even a potential playoff team. Like they've they've played really really poorly. They're really not that good, and the fact that they're even in this situation is uh, kind of crazy. So. That's a game I'm looking at. I'm going for the Raiders. However, I'm, I'm going to stay away from it betting-wise. New York Giants and Chicago. Chicago's favored by six, and the over-under is 37. Man, the, the under feels good on this, but, I mean, you never know. Like, Chicago's offense could go off with Justin Fields. He, you know, he's a rookie, just really inconsistent. You just don't know what you're getting week to week. Um, I do like Chicago uh, in this game. I don't know how much they're going to win by, and I just stay away from it. Uh, Tampa Bay, minus 13.5 against the Jets. Uh, with the over-under of 45-and-a-half. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I feel like that's too many points. However, Tampa Bay can cover that, and they usually do. I don't – I just – I don't feel confident in it either way, so I'm staying away. Atlanta and Buffalo. Buffalo's favored by 14-and-a-half points against Atlanta. Atlanta still has an outside shot of making the playoffs. I know that's not – you know, it's not realistic, and there's just not a lot going for them. Uh, the over-under is 44-and-a-half. I – might take the over. I think the game could be a bit of a shootout, like a 42 to 20, 42 to 27, something like that, you know? Um, so I, I, I think Buffalo's a good, would, wouldn't be a bad bet, but I just, you know, not, not confident with how big that line is on Atlanta and a pro better probably tell you to take Atlanta in this game. Uh, I just, I don't like it personally staying away. Uh, Arizona and Dallas, I got, uh, Dallas is favored by six. Um, the over-under is 51. I think this game could be a, you know, a really good game. I think this could be a fun game. I'm going to stay away from it just so I can watch it. 
because I, I, you know, I, I think the minus six is a good line for Dallas. So if you took Dallas, that's a good line. If you took AZ, that's a good, you know, I, I think either one, you could go either way on it and uh, feel pretty good about your bet. Uh, I, I'm going to just watch the game and enjoy it because I tend to stress out when I'm betting, you know, when betting the game. Uh, Carolina, New Orleans, um, minus six and a half. New Orleans, minus six and a half. Again, you're, you got two bad football teams. I, I know New Orleans has an outside shot of making it. They probably win this game. It might be ugly, though. The under of 37 and a half, I'm taking that. That's one of my bets this week. The under of 37 and a half, Carolina and New Orleans. That's one of my bets. Feel really good about that one. Uh, Philly, minus four and a half against Washington. Now, I think this line moved down a little towards Washington. I think it might be like a minus four or minus three and a half. I, uh, again, I think Washington uh, is underrated here. The pro betters would tell you to take Washington here in this spot because Philly played them recently. I know the game was kind of ugly. Philly ended up winning by 10. Washington looks terrible. Washington just, you know, they're pretty much dead in the water. I know uh, statistically they have a chance to make the playoffs. Don't trust it, though. Uh, I would stay away from it altogether. Kansas City and Cincinnati. Now, this is the game of the week. I think this is going to be a great game. has the potential to be one of the best games of the year. Uh, Kansas City's favored by four and a half. Uh, Cincinnati is coming on really strong. The over-under is 50 and a half. I think the over might be a good bet. However, I'm not I'm not betting it. Staying away. Staying away from this game altogether. It's just going to be fun to watch. Um, Kansas City's just a complete football team right now. It's going to be hard to not pick them to go to the Super Bowl on the AFC side. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of competition. I think there's more competition in the AFC than people think to Kansas City. Um, as I spoke about earlier in my uh, projections and then the teams that I picked. Um, anyway, let's move on. Jacksonville and New England. New England's favored by 15 and a half points. That's a big number. Pro betters are going to tell you to take Jacksonville all day. I'm staying away from the game. But if you're going to bet this game, Jacksonville plus 15 and a half, that's just too big of a number for a team like New England who runs the ball, limits possessions. However, probably why I'm not taking the game, New England, when they play bad football teams, they blow them out. If you go look at when they played the Jets, when they played uh, – who's another bad team they played? Houston. Actually, no, they played Houston close. Just go just go look at some of the bad teams they played. They blow them out. So just, just be wary on this one. I don't – but I think a pro better would for sure take the 15-and-a-half all day with Jacksonville. The over-under is 41-and-a-half. They're one of those teams where if you take the under, you're probably safe. But, again, they might score 50, and you're going to be like, what the heck happened? Uh, <clears throat> Miami and Tennessee. Tennessee's favored by three-and-a-half. Now, this is a weird game. I guess this is a pros-Joes game. All the bets are coming in on Miami, but all the money's coming in on Tennessee. That's that's the definition of a pro versus Joe game. Um, major bets coming in on Miami to win or, or, you know, to cover at least three and a half. That's a great number. Uh, <clears throat> Tennessee, however, I just think they're one of the most underrated teams all, like, all year, all the time, underrated. Uh I'm taking Tennessee. This is one of my bets of the week. Minus three and a half, Tennessee. Uh, the over-under is 39 and a half. Might take the under on that if you're going to bet one or the other. However, I'd stay away from that one. Uh, I'm taking Tennessee minus three and a half. That's my second bet. Uh, Denver and the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers are favored by seven and a half. 
This is an easy one. Take Denver plus seven and a half. That's one of my bets of the week. Uh, Denver, despite, um, you know, what's going on with them, kind of losing these really tight games, they're going to – I think they're going to take it to the Chargers and play them really tight. Um, Herbert, great quarterback, top five quarterback, hard to argue it. When he plays a good defensive coordinator like Vic Fangio or Bill Belichick, he struggles. And I think he, I think that this is a good bet. Denver plus seven and a half. Not saying they're going to win, but I think they will for sure cover the seven and a half. Uh, Houston and San Francisco. San Francisco is favored by 12 and a half. I think you take Houston in this. I'm not taking them, but take them, you know. Uh, the over under is 44 points. Um, just to backtrack a sec, Denver, if you take the under in their games, you're 10 and five. Yeah. Um, However, I'm not taking the under in that game because Chargers can score a lot. Yeah. Anyway, backtrack. Houston, San Francisco. San Francisco's favored by 12 and a half. I think a pro better tell you to take Houston. I'm staying away from the game. Detroit and Seattle. Now, Detroit's another one. You would be 9-5-1 and one if you bet Detroit on the spread. 9-5-1 and one this year. Okay? Detroit is a 7.5-point underdog to Seattle. I'm taking Detroit plus 7.5. I'm going to stick, stick with them. Stick with them in this game. Um, and the over-under is 41.5. I'd stay away from that. Under might eh, – nah, I'm staying away. Uh, Los Angeles Rams and Baltimore. Los Angeles Rams are favored by 5.5 against Baltimore. Pro betters tell you to take Baltimore in this. Even with that backup quarterback, I'm staying away from the game. Over-under is 46.5. Minnesota and Green Bay. Now, Minnesota's a 13-point underdog. Green Bay's favored by 13. Kirk Cousins is out because of COVID. The over-under is 42 and a half. Um, normally, you easily take Minnesota as the underdog. Minnesota covers this game a lot. Um, as a matter of fact, they won the last one. Uh, I think Minnesota is going to give you a fighting chance in this game. I, I even with the because when you play keep away uh, from Green Bay, which Minnesota can with Dalvin Cook. Green Bay is the 31st in the NFL in yards per carry. Just just keep an eye on that. I'm not betting the game, but keep an eye on it. Don't be surprised if Minnesota covers. Uh, Cleveland, minus three and a half against Pittsburgh. They're, they're favored by three and a half. I'm taking Pittsburgh. This is one of my bets of the week. Taking Pittsburgh plus three and a half. Uh, ben Roethlisberger is probably his last game in uh, Heinz Field. It's going to be an emotional game. F- fans are going to be up. This is going to be a big game. It wouldn't surprise me if Pittsburgh runs runs Cleveland off the field just, just because of the emotions of the game. I, I hope it's a good game, but wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, those are my bets for the week. I got the under 37.5 in the New Orleans-Carolina game. Tennessee minus 3.5 against Miami. Denver plus 7.5 against the Chargers. Detroit plus 7.5 against Seattle. Pittsburgh plus 3.5 against uh, Cleveland. So that's five five bets of the week. Um This is James Montgomery, and this was the Stinger Podcast.